listening to the Baby Gaga podcast. Hello lovely and welcome to the Baby Gaga podcast. My name's Ray and I'm the founder and owner of Baby Gaga and also mummy to my two little girls Aria and Everly who are five and three years old. Hi, I'm Becky. I'm one of the tutors here at Baby Gaga. And hi, I'm Sam. I'm another one of the tutors here at Baby Gaga. So here we are. Yeah. Episode Little podcast one. episode one. Woo-hoo. Check us out. This Usually people exciting. are used to seeing our faces and our voices. Yeah. So our now it's like we're like invisible, just voices. It's interesting. <laughs> so, Baby Gaga. Do you want to explain to everybody what? Baby Gaga is. Yeah, so Baby Gaga was a little lockdown kind of idea that I had when, as a professional actor and musician, I lost all of my work in <laughs> that lockdown. That was a fun time. I know, that was a great time for <laughs> oh. us all as creatives. So yeah. in my little creative um, frustration, I kind of sat around and thought, I'd absolutely love to be able to take my children to something where they could build confidence, learn about their voices, have these amazing experiences. But I'd also really love to be able to be a part of something like that as well. Yeah. So it was kind of just a bit of a manifestation of frustration around not being able to go anywhere. But also the excitement of being able to create something now that I was completely out of work and had a whole new fresh kind of page to mm-hmm. start on. And the idea kind of grew from there. So I thought, I oh, know I'll do 12 classes a week teaching a little bit of singing and speech whilst having lots of fun with like sensory elements to help aid that development. And uh one year later, uh, <laughs> here we are. Here we are with how many classes a week do we have now? Well, it's almost twelve classes a day across both venues as well. Oh no, across that's Just across one. one venue. Yeah. So across two venues, you're looking at nearly twenty classes a day. Wow, <laughs> which is like over a hundred classes a week. I mean, we can go back to twelve classes. <laughs> a week. Yeah, we would be a lot less tired, wouldn't we? But yeah, <laughs> over a hundred classes a week over our two venues now, which is just. Still blows my mind, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. That that's that amount of people have now joined our community more than anything. Mm. Yeah. And stayed with the community as well. That's the yeah. thing that's been like yeah. Some of them have been with us a whole year now. Like yeah. since day one. Yeah. Like day dot. We've got lots of day oneers. They're very, very hardcore gaga kind they of are. Uh, mummies and babies, so which is yeah. brilliant. So obviously everybody well not everybody listening, but a lot of people listening will be familiar with Baby Gaga, probably from the Instagram more than everything, anything. It's um, blown up quite recently. We've got a lot of followers because the content that we put on there is very, very good. So people will be familiar with what we do, but they're not familiar with why we started it or what, well, why you started it. Mm-hmm. So just want to give people a bit of a background as in why you decided this is what I'm going to do and pushed it forward from there. Yeah, definitely. So... With my second born, with Everly, she had a, a development delay in everything. So she had low tone, which meant that she didn't have any muscular kind of development. So she was very, very floppy. The only way to explain it is that she was just very floppy in mm-hmm. general. Mm-hmm. So we had to have physio with her. And we had to do quite a lot around her, like gross motor skills, fine motor skill development. Yeah. But then it also brought on a delay in her speech. So even now at sort of three and a half years old, she's only just starting to create sentences that you can actually tell what she what it is she's trying to say as well Mm -hmm. so I got really really passionate about helping her especially during lockdown to get you know a little bit more confident with her own voice and start to speak that little bit more she wouldn't often speak at all even to me um so I did that through singing Mm -hmm. so as a professional singer 
you usually just you can't shut me up I will just kind of sing throughout the day and with Aria and Everly I'd sing with them all the time if it was like brushing your teeth I'd sing a song about brushing teeth if it was bath time we'd sing something around that and yeah. everything would even like let's get into the car it would always become <laughs> a bit of a song um, and I noticed that Everly started to pick up tones so she would pick up melodies yeah. and she'd start to hum melodies which then brought on, we'd then start singing kind of action songs and things and she'd start to sign the actions like touching her head, touching her face, touching her knees, those kind of things. And I thought, you know what, this is really helping her. So then the more and more I did with her and the more I sang with her and the more I did kind of actions and with songs, she started to retain and she started to make those sounds back and started to remember and be able to use her own voice to sort of express herself, which I thought, yeah. this is amazing. But I would also love, especially at a time because COVID was so tough on children in general and on parents but on, and on everyone really. But for children, for their development, I think not having other children around to copy and to watch, mm-hmm. we've noticed in our classes there is a delay with yeah. a lot of children and with their speech. So I wanted to be able to offer something more like to the community around speech, but also in a really, really fun way where we would get to perform still as a performer. It's just in my blood to want to perform, but to have... A place that we could come to that wasn't just your usual baby class in an old library or an old church hall. Mm. I wanted to bring it up to speed. I wanted to bring it up to sort of 2021 and just be able to provide something that wasn't currently around, really. Mm. And then 12 months later. <laughs> 12 months later, <laughs> look, it became quite it popular, now. yeah. Yeah. I think that is one of the main bits of feedback we get as well, especially because from day one we sang current songs and I think that's what the parents and grandparents that brought the little ones loved because they said oh well they'll know these songs because they hear them on the radio because I don't sit and listen to nursery rhymes all the time and it's something that they can both enjoy together so the little ones could listen to the radio as well as parents not having to listen to nursery rhymes having to get in to listen to what they want to as well yeah and I think when we visit different themes and we've had like disco week or we have like disco music or we've Mm. had like 90s week and getting like letting the children experience different styles of music which still have the same benefit as Mm -hmm. things like nursery rhymes if you choose the songs wisely they've got still the good chord progressions the repetitiveness to give it enough like the rhythm and things that Mm -hmm. children really engage with so to bring everything kind of up to 2021 in that sense i think has been one of our attractions definitely to Mm. the customer yeah one of the most important things that i've ever learned is to aim forward and measure back so especially with the business and how it's grown over the past 12 months like how we've seen children come in at the beginning when obviously lockdown had happened and then seeing them over the last 12 months with what we've been able to provide to them has just been astonishing mm. like how confident they've become and yeah how it's been huge their speech has developed how every every part of them developed but also how mum has as well how, how the parents have developed as well it's really really nice to see so it just it's heartwarming more than anything it just makes the job really worthwhile yeah definitely we had a customer that came today on a drop-in and she hadn't been throughout last term because she'd gone back to work and she said oh, i've really seen a difference yeah. in my little one since we stopped coming so she's like so she's booked on now for another term because the days have changed yeah mm. um but she was just really like passionate about how there is a huge difference to come into baby classes and one that I never really like as a mum myself I went to a few um with Aria with my eldest they were very old school church hallie um you know person with a microphone on with a massive group of people while the kids just kind of run riot Mm. and there wasn't ever really um any kind of 
engagement with the parent at all really they just would call you mum everyone mm. was just called mum or dad or grandma and I didn't ever feel like a particular attachment to it but at least it was like a socialization thing and I didn't yeah. really see the importance of that until we opened baby gaga and I saw the difference in those kids you're right like some of them wouldn't have spoken to anybody like when they first came in and they would yeah. have, they didn't move off mum's knee and they'd be really really nervous and really quite I suppose anxious even though they're only very little mm-hmm. um, and then as time's gone on it's amazing to see them now strutting and be like morning and yeah. whatever for us and I just think bless you like it's so lovely to see that confidence grow the yeah. fact that they know where their room is as well yeah and they they know who they're going there to see yeah it's yeah. just yeah it's... my favorite is when we see them coming up the main road and they know because they're on the main road already of baby gaga and they're like and you can see that you see them in if they're in like the push chairs like kicking the legs and yeah. just you know look they're like to. i know where i'm going Aww. i know it's gaga or we'll be in the it's supermarket and they'll be being pushed around in the trolley and you'll just see like a little head pop round and they're staring at you and you're like oh hello and you just feel like a little local celebrity going around just the local baby celebrity <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. baby gaga so you've pretty much covered how the business got going and where the origin started from but do you want to explain to people how we compare to different companies because we may as well go into it since we started mm. there's been a lot of people that have gone oh that sounds like a good idea shall yes. we do that but if you were to look at it on paper it doesn't compare to what we do and i don't know if it's because of who we are as performers but mm. then the magic that we are able to offer as baby gaga is second to none for baby classes so do you just where 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 did you come from with that idea of making it what it is? I think the main things like all the tips for new business owners. The main thing is I didn't have an expectation on profit. I didn't yeah. have an expectation on what this was going to do for me financially. Which I think when starting a new business is probably one of the first things that you try to focus on. Yeah. To be honest, in my vision for this business I told myself for the first year I'm not going to make any money it's not about the money it's mm-hmm. about the community yeah and I'm a big big believer in you give out to get back mm-hmm. so yes we delivered these amazing themes and so much of our kind of what we had as a business our profit and things would go in back into the customer by creating an amazing theme creating you're buying in of these amazing props and things hiring people you know that have got the skill set that are able to perform yeah but that also have the right mindset around genuinely loving children and loving their development so i feel like the one thing that kind of sets us apart is that i'm not chasing paper i am kind of doing it for for the children and for their development yeah but with that i think that amount of care kind of shines through and people see that and they and they want to buy into that because they know that if they come to baby gaga we will know their name like we will yeah. know that baby's name but we won't just know the baby's name we'll know the mum's name and we'll we'll have an active interest in what they do what their home life's like yeah, yeah what yeah. what their siblings names are um what, what their partners do for a job like we do really try to create a community mm-hmm. But with that community then comes the retention of the yeah. want to stay, which is amazing. And it's something that I didn't predict before. I didn't imagine we'd have the retention that we have, which is no. well in the 75% of our customers mm-hmm. that come through our doors, stay term after term after term. 
some of them joke and say they'll be with us because we also have a sister company like a performing arts school it's like yeah and then they're going to start there and they'll be with you till they're 18 mm-hmm. and that kind of a mindset though shows me I suppose that this isn't about the money it's about the customer yeah. mm. and but with that has then created quite a solid foundation for the business because these customers come back and they tell their friends and they tell their family and they have another baby and they come back with the other baby and yeah, yeah, yeah. we've even seen that even in the short space of a year of them coming back with their new babies because everyone's having so many babies at the moment mm-hmm. um which I don't think if we'd have gone about it in a different way and just tried to throw out as many classes as possible or just meet like a service kind of demand sort of you know style I don't think we'd have the same retention and the same success that we have today no because no. they'd be able to read that as well a customer can see when it's uh, yeah. for them or whether it's for a well, profit that, that's the thing well. they, they do anyway I've had it mentioned to me a few times and especially when we're doing events and we get a bit more time to talk to customers that mm-hmm. that's one of the biggest things I love about events is because we have a little bit more time to to go around to chat to find out a little bit more about people mm-hmm. and they always say like you put so much effort into this and we're like well, yeah and it's and they're like oh it, it's so lovely and it's like yeah because it's for you guys it's mm-hmm. all for you and it's all for you all for your little ones as well and one of the mums said she went yeah I can tell she went I've seen how many packages turn up during uh, during the day and like yeah because it's all it's all new props it's all new equipment it's yeah. all new this coming in that and the other that's what we're doing we're reinvesting back into the company to then be able to give them more of what they want so yeah they, they do they do recognise it 100% 100% they recognise it so I've got a question for both of you now mm-hmm. when you first started where did you expect baby Gaga to be in 12 months um, <laughs> you might not remember this, but mm. I asked you initially to come in part-time. Yes. Not full-time. <laughs> definitely not seven days a week. It was, it was definitely yeah, part-time. It was part-time with the possibility that it might go up to like four days. And then one of the days was like, you'll do half admin all day and then a little bit of teaching. Mm. And then Fridays, we were supposed to finish at 1.30 and go out for lunch. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah. Friday used to be... I to the job on that. Yeah. You said, on a Friday, we don't start till... We didn't start till half 11 on yeah. a Friday. But we were in from nine, but we did all of our admin stuff. We used to come in with bacon sandwiches. And then Friday afternoon, we were going to go out for lunch and have a, like, a conflab. Every I remember, week. I remember com- Becky coming home and telling me that as well. I was like, she's going to take us for lunch every Friday. Yeah, it's going to re- be gorgeous. I know, right? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a nice idea, <laughs> wasn't it? was it? a great idea. I mean, I, I actually do kind of prefer what we now have, though, weirdly. But, yeah. That hasn't really answered the question, though. So what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> we expected in 12 months' time, Sam, to be going out for lunch every Friday. That's yeah. what we expected. We were Did wanting to have done all the restaurants in the vicinity so, yeah. <laughs> quite a few times. You were expecting to just be like, oh, casual Fridays, be a bit bougie, weekends off. Yeah, absolutely. That was the idea I sold to Becky. And also then because there was the demand for Saturdays, it was like, well, that's okay because a Friday is not really a day. I was only teaching one class on a Friday. So it was like 
Friday's not really a working day, so we can do a Saturday. And it was like, yeah, that makes sense. It'll only be for during lockdown. After that, uh, no one will want to come on a Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> and and here we that. are, seven days a week. Where now do you expect Baby Gaga to be in the next 12 months? I think the biggest thing we've got going on at the minute is, is team. So we were such a little team. And we've had to deal Literally, with such, so such a little... We are very, very short, all of us. We were, in fact, I don't think any of our new team members are... No, we've got a five foot sevener. Mm-hmm. We've got a five foot sevener. Not on five foot eight. You are yeah. five foot seven and I'm a half in vans. You are... <laughs> well, the new one's five foot seven and a half. And you said she was taller than you. Yeah, because yeah. she was wearing platform Air Force Ones. Okay. Well, either way, she's we tall. Be naming these she's either. very tall. Um, but the main thing for the next 12 months is we're obviously expanding the team. We're expanding venues. So we're kind of duplicating what we had yep. this time last year. And I think the biggest thing has been the team coming on board because I was so scared of like recruiting people because I was like, no, surely... The novelty's going to wear off. We're not going to stay this busy. Mm-hmm. And now it's got the a year in and it's like, okay, we all need to stop working seven days a week and stop saying no to all these people on the wait list and just expand. <laughs> but it's such a crazy feeling. Yeah. That's what you've done. You jinxed yourself. You've said, it's not going to stay this busy forever. And then it's just got even busier. Yeah. <laughs> well, we just, we, just kept saying, we just kept saying, oh, it's because we've been really lucky that we've been able to stay open in a lock- in that last lockdown last year. And we were like, because we were a support group. And we were like, oh, we're really lucky. So that's the reason we're busy is because it's the only place people can go. So yeah. then that term after that, we went, this will be the deciding term. And then it was still really busy. So the next term we went, oh, this will be the deciding term. Yeah. And again, it got busier and busier. So yeah, a lot of people have said that, and you hear it quite a lot, oh, you're so lucky, you're so lucky. We're not. We're not lucky because we work hard. We, for the last 12 months, we have grafted. It has been a graft. I've definitely never been as tired, even having like two newborns as well. Yeah. I've never been as tired as I've been this year. And in an amazing way, I've always been like the same little sentence, and I'll say it to you guys all the time, is to have the life that others don't, you've got to be prepared to do what others won't. And from the moment I realised that Baby Gaga was kind of running, whether we liked it or not, it was growing. Yeah. No matter how many times I tried to slow it a little bit or control it, the, the demand was just banging the door down. Yeah. And I was like, right, guys, we're going to need to run with this. And it's been so exciting. But yeah, it's not been luck. I don't think there's ever been an element of luck, really. I think it is a lot of hard work behind the scenes of... Yeah. of creating the classes the creating like like the themes of the classes making it really imaginative being really really creative with our social media being really really like to get back to every single customer the way that we do when they when they inquire with us or however they even if they just reach out to us and mention that they're not feeling great or they're having a bit of a rubbish time like we do make sure that we we constantly have a relationship with our customers yeah which i think is hard work but it helps like it's, mm-hmm. it's what it's what's given us a solid foundation for the business yeah so, yeah, it definitely wasn't luck. There's definitely a lot. I mean, I didn't pay myself a wage for the first four months of, of opening Baby Gaga. Yeah. And I'd just been through lockdown as well, which wasn't great. And I remember being so careful, like, with money and things and just thinking, this business is going to work out. I'm going to put all my money into 
creating great themes and creating these amazing props and things mm -hmm. and I will just like live off beans on toast for like the next few months like they don't realise the sacrifice I think people put in at the start yeah. like we did all of the painting ourselves yeah. all of the like cleaning <laughs> we do ourselves like it, there is a lot that we do that yeah. I don't think people realise even today when I mentioned to one of our new staff members that's starting to help us out with our media and she said something around how we dress the rooms and I was like yeah, me and, me and Becky make the balloon arches. And she was like, what? Yeah. She's like, you blow them up yourself. I was like, yeah, we do yeah. everything. Like we, everything you see, we do yeah. in-house. Well, it's like even local businesses that have been here, that have been established in Ramsbottom before we even turned up, have come to us and said, who runs your social media? Hmm. It's like, well, un until now, we, we've done it. Like we've done it all the whole way through. But yeah, luckily we have now our head of social media. I know. She's actually, she's actually totally sat with us right expanded. now. <laughs> this is official now, though. It's official. <laughs> yeah. Head of socials. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. going for another meeting. She's going <laughs> out for a break. But okay, hi. Come round for a break. Let's get you on the podcast. So, Christine, you started off as just one of our mums in Baby Gaga. Yeah. Yeah. So is it okay if we can ask you a few questions whilst you're here? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we'll just roll with it. Go yeah. with it. Go for it. Why not? Yeah. Cool. This is the way we do. This is the way we go. Yeah. So what initially attracted you to Baby Gaga? And you can't say Ram. <laughs> can't say me. You can't say that you've oh, known no. her for so many years. No. To be fair, it was obviously I've got Hallie, mm -hmm. as you know. Yeah. And it was she was a lockdown baby. Yeah. And more so with her than my eldest, like he's four now, I didn't I didn't feel it as much with him, but with Hallie I was just super conscious of that she wasn't her. Something Rach said to me, so I can technically bring Rach into it, <laughs> but it was something she said to me and it was that lockdown babies aren't hearing live music. Mm. And that actually made me really emotional because I was like, I don't exactly have tambourines and guitars at home and like, like I'm singing to her and stuff. Oh, is it just us? Are we, are we the only weirdos? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, like, Hallie's dad is a musician, but yeah, he wasn't yeah, gigging. Yeah, yeah. He was, no, yeah Sam wasn't gigging. He wasn't gigs. gigging. He, that she couldn't ever hear live music. And that really struck a chord with me and I was like, oh, wow, okay, like, it's something that you take for granted. Like, I guess there was so much we took for granted in lockdown, wasn't there? Yeah. Um, and that was one of them. And then I was always a bit nervous about going to baby classes, even with my eldest, just, I don't know, any first-time mums or second-time mums even. Yeah. Like, the social... Did you go to any with Arlo? No, I didn't go to... People listening are like, oh, I can't believe she didn't go to any No, baby but I don't think it's something but... that is overly... Po Until now, I didn't go to many with Aria, my no. eldest, and the ones that I did go to, I didn't really stay for more than just like that course because yeah. I found them quite dated yeah. and, and just really impersonal. So I was yeah. just a bit like, is this even benefiting her? Mm. Would be like my question. Yeah. Because um, yeah. I just couldn't feel that value. So I think you're right to say you didn't go to any, like that's yeah. fine. Like it's, it's, it's completely, it's almost like they weren't really put on the radar as being important yeah. either, well, to be honest. I know my sister, when she had my first nephew, Arthur, she, went to baby classes but it was more for her because there was no one her age none of her friends were having children at that time she mm. was the first having them so she felt completely disconnected from her already friends so she was like i need to meet new people who are in the same position as me meet new mums meet people that will potentially my my children will go to school with as well yeah. but i don't think like we didn't have anything like that when we were kids i don't think did we? Mm, I don't think Not that's... to your guys' crazy <laughs> level of um, like <laughs> the themes. And I must admit that was like, obviously I'm 
loved the social media and like even started doing the reels and stuff when I was coming with Hallie and yeah, yeah. a big part of that for me is like I guess just sign of the times like yeah. you like seeing nice things like birthday parties have got more extra and like yeah. everything's yeah. about theming and like how kind of good it looks and how exciting it looks and yeah that that again like that was another thing is it's not just like an empty hall with a few instruments it was like really immersive for Halle and that's not something I could replicate at home so yeah. that's got to be a, like one of the biggest reasons yeah hats off to you guys Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. so would you say our social media was something that was say we didn't have Instagram dun 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 would you say we managed to get the story of Baby Gaga and what we're actually about? Because you've been to live sessions and obviously you watch us on socials and you're, you're there, you're now coming to be involved in the socials. So you're going to have to really look at how we, how we kind of portray ourselves on, on that platform. Do you think that it plays a big part in the excitement and the run up to coming to class when you can see kind of what's going on that week and things on the socials? I think it does just because it's it's hard to... When you're a mum in that baby class, and I know you'll have so many mums listening to this that will understand, like, you guys only ever see it from, like, a performing point of view, but when yeah. you're a mum, I remember a certain song that you sung when Hallie was eight weeks old, and you, you mm. specifically said, take this moment to be with your baby, and it got me really emotional in the class, and that is so hard to just try and tell someone, whereas I think through videos and reels and media, as much as we joke about, like, social media and things being, yeah, like, tre- yeah, yeah. on trend and in, and boring things like algorithms whatever like ultimately like social media gives mums who are sat at home like me who maybe have been a bit nervous about going to classes before Mm. an insight to like that is literally right up my street and yeah yeah. and it gives you a glimpse into that world and then when you come to the class it's just obviously like a thousand times that so yeah that's the thing like when when people tag us and stuff as well it's really nice because yeah like the people are sharing the experiences that they're having with us to their following and to their community but it's also it's for you to look back on its memories, man. Yeah. It's, it's a really so big memory true. thing for you guys. It so. started coming up on my phone now because we're a year in. Yeah. So I can't start getting the pictures. <laughs> and I get really emotional. Yeah. Becky is the crier of the team. Becky cries at everything. Like, literally, she'll be like, a baby smiled at me and she'll cry. But then it's like rubbed off on me now because to see <laughs> where we've got to in this year, <laughs> it's just really emotionally, like, done something to me, especially when... There were some babies that were in your class today, Sam. Yeah. And I went in to sing with you because we do a lot of that. We'll come in, we'll sing together, we'll harmonise, we'll just try to make it this interactive sensory theatre experience for the babies and for the parents and, and for the grandparents. But I looked at a couple of the babies and I was like, you were sat right there a year ago and look how much you've grown. Mm-hmm. And it was such an amazing feeling and mum's like taking photos and things and I think... You've got to do quite a lot in that little year. Yeah. We've been to all these different places. Yeah. Um, and they've probably learnt so much about their baby and what their baby enjoys. Like, I know Hallie, for example, there has been weeks where you've gone, it's not her week this week. Yeah. Because we've done a certain activity. That's how it is designed. It's not always going to... That baby isn't going to be fully immersed every week. The whole point of us doing the different themes and having the different activities yeah. is for the babies to be able to suss themselves out and decide... Do I enjoy role play type activities? Do I enjoy messy play? Do I enjoy making lots of noise? Do I enjoy soft yeah. textures and all of these different things? I think that's something that you can't really get in at other classes. I don't think they take it to that level. No. But you, I would say that parents have learned a lot about their babies yeah. just from coming and experiencing all the different themes. So yeah. they, they know I'm never going to do that again because 
they didn't like, I don't know, phone party week. So I won't take them to a phone party place again. Sam, you loved phone party week. (sighs) (laughs) I mean, if I ever hear that someone said that they didn't like country and western week, I'm leaving. (laughs) Country and western week was an absolute banger. It was so good. Can you tell Sam loves country music? The high, the high was just a different level. Yeah. the music was just like I was like this is. I got my, away with all the hay bales just because he liked the music. This is my jam all week. Secret redneck. Yeah, absolutely loved it. So other than the venue and the team expanding, mm-hmm. how else are you wanting the business to expand further? I think over the next twelve months, we're just focusing on the digital side. So having yeah. something that our customers and new customers or potential customers or people all around the world if they wanted to can tune in and get a bit of an experience of what we offer here the one thing that I've learned and it's been difficult is that there is only so many of us and it's been very difficult like I've been very particular obviously with the current team that we have Mm -hmm. of being that baby gaga brand Mm -hmm. and new guys coming in as well we've had to be so 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 careful with who we bring in to make sure we're duplicating that baby gaga yeah. magic throughout the team but then i'm very aware that there's people all over and they say it to us all the time down in kent or over in australia or we have ones in mongolia that yeah. want more of what it is that we do so yeah. the next big thing will be to launch a channel where viewers will be able to watch sessions they'll be able to get mm-hmm. involved with songs they'll be able to see have a little taste of what it is that we do in the studios yeah so that'll be the next thing along with of course that next little venue that we've spoken about for this time <laughs> next year <laughs> baby gaga goes global <laughs> so yeah it's exciting we've got lots and lots planned no it is really exciting and i mean i've always said that it'll be bigger than what we always ever expected it to be mm. especially with like we said about the digital side of things but i think it's just gonna as long as we keep the magic ourselves, it'll the magic will flow through into everything else. You've got to have that cup full of magic first, haven't you? I should Just a cup full of magic makes the no. baby, baby <laughs> gaga, baby gaga, gaga. Yeah, yeah, that works. Beautiful, got it. Beautiful, but yeah, I think it is about just kind of keeping the brand. It's just like, just not, not diluting it. Yeah. Like, so many people have said to me, will you franchise it? Will you franchise it? No, nope. I will put it on, like, on the podcast. This is, I will not franchise Baby Gaga because I've never first. heard it here first. <laughs> but it's something that I've, like, solemnly swear not to franchise my business. And there's nothing wrong with franchising. Like, you know, it's really successful for some businesses. Yeah. But for Baby Gaga, it's just a, a firm no because I wouldn't ever want that magic to be diluted. I wouldn't ever want it to be put into the hands of someone who didn't have that same vision as we all do yeah. and I just wouldn't ever want it just to just to, to be diluted in any way so yeah Baby Gaga is something that we are trying to grow as a business but we're doing it in the right way and for the right reasons yeah. and with that we've got these amazing customers that come back to us time and time again which I'm just amazed by every day mm-hmm. and that's how things like the birthdays have been so successful because we do birthday parties now yeah and we do obviously the big events and things that during the holidays so that's my main focus at the minute is just to keep growing as a brand but growing in the right way yeah 100 so listeners we are now putting the power in your hands next week we would like to hear from you about your baby ha-has 
Rachel, you just want to give people a bit of an explanation of what baby ha-has are. Baby ha-has are those amazing little things. That babies do them every day, but those little things that they do that are just hilarious. Sometimes it can be the sweetest thing. Sometimes it can be a little bit of a rude thing that they maybe do, but because they're so <laughs> innocent, it's just hilarious. It could be something that's just turned into a major disaster but it's a ha-ha moment and we always look to them as just something positive that we can laugh off we love to talk about them in class because it just helps break the ice what did your baby do this week that was a baby ha-ha for you it made you laugh it made the baby laugh it made your audience whoever was there laugh their little heads off so yeah they're your baby ha-has brilliant and we're also going to be asking for questions from you guys as well Yes, so listeners, if you can send to us all of your questions, it can be to do with anything to do with parenting, uh, sensory at home, maybe about Baby Gaga classes, anything that you want to pose to one of the team, if you want to send those questions to hello at babygaga.uk. But now we're going to do a little segment that we like to call Totally Gaga. Totally Gaga. Totally Gaga. Beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a little segment of, basically, it's our best bit of the week and uh, just what we've been totally gaga for this week in the business. So, Ray. Yay. Do you want to tell us what you've been totally gaga for this week? I absolutely know what I'm totally gaga for this week. One of our mummies makes us baby gaga biscuits. They're amazing. So our amazing little friend at Luna Bakes comes along to class every week with her little one and she makes us baby gaga biscuits for all of our customers. They are absolutely gorgeous. They're branded now. So they're all in baby gaga colours. They've got our little logo on and never in my life did I imagine I would have a biscuit with my business logo on. (laughs) So I am totally, and they're delicious as well. So I am totally, totally gaga for the baby gaga biscuits this week. Becky, what are you totally gaga for this week? This week, I'm totally gaga for, as it was the first week back to our gorgeous new term, mm-hmm. I, we actually had a few first-timers, we had actually quite a few first-timers come into gaga, and we had some firsts within their first class. <gasps> so we had a few little first sitting up, uh, oh. first clapping, yeah. first waving, and I even had one first little smile, which just... Did you cry? Each one I cried. Yeah, she cried. Sorry. She always cried. But just, it amazes me. It's amazing with any little one, but when it's their first ever class as well, mums are just like, what is this place? So it's just absolutely gorgeous. So that's what I'm totally gaga for. And Sam, what are you totally gaga for? So this week, I'm totally gaga for, it kind of happens every week when we're in term. There's one of the little people in one of my classes cracks me up every week he is so so funny because every week he will bring a different kitchen utensil to class <laughs> I know who it, is. it is so funny like he's bought a spatula he's bought a whisk he's these bought... are like full-size kitchen utensils as well yeah, yeah. Oh. well he brought a ladle to the panto <laughs> yeah it was brilliant but today <laughs> mum said that she has like an organizer in her in her cupboard of how she hangs her pots and pans and it's pegs that go into a pegboard Mm-hmm. and she'd lost three pegs and she was like oh my god I, can't, I don't know where they are like, I don't know what's going on he bought those three pegs to class he'd had them the whole time <laughs> but then this week I was like oh what have we got this week oh you've got a spatula it's not his I was like what she went yeah he lost his spatula at nursery so he took this one from nursery instead so <gasps> we've got to swap it back in spatula the week thief. <laughs> and I just he? think it's brilliant every week 
like it's not just like it's a toy every week it's 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 something from home it is a different kitchen utensil every week and it it floors me and it, i just think it's so special like that it's just something that he does every week it's so so nice he's, he's gonna be a the potato masher that's a great utensil he's gonna be a chef if he's not a chef now i'll be so surprised mm. he's going to end up being like a fireman or something yeah. i can just see it now but it, it just makes me laugh that sometimes it'll come in and it'll be like um so like from a, ki- a children's kitchen it'll be like a ch- children's kitchen set it'll be like a little utensil from that and then other weeks it'll be like a full-on like chef's ladle or like, <laughs> like a frame it's so funny so 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 funny so you're gaga for kitchen utensils no i'm totally gaga <laughs> for funny little people bringing kitchen utensils to class Great one. Great one. Love it. Brilliant. Totally gaga. Totally gaga. Well, I guess that's the end of our first podcast. Yeah. Episode oh. one. Done. Locked Completed. In. Christina, you're gonna say bye. Bye. <laughs> Becky, you're gonna say bye. Are we saying bye bye or we're saying just a bye for now? Oh. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Sam, you're gonna say see you later. No. <laughs> we don't say see you later. No, we don't. Do you want to hear it? Do you want to elaborate? So, um, you will hear throughout the next uh, coming episodes that we say bye you later. Um, and this is because over the past 12 months... We've, we've created our own language. We Yeah. We, we, have redu- we have worked ridiculously hard and it always gets to a point at the end of every six weeks where we've just worked literally to the bone and we've really, really pushed ourselves... And it always gets to a point where Becky, bless her, forgets how to speak. <laughs> we're all in reception and we're all stood there. And as one of the mums leaving, she just goes, bye you later. <laughs> so it's become a bit of a running joke now that whenever you hear us on the podcast, you will hear bye you later. But also you will now realise if you are a listener who comes to class, as you leave the classroom, we will say bye you later. You probably never realise, but you will pick up on it now. <laughs> Bye you later. Yeah, so, just it makes sense though. Yeah, it does. So after three, should we sign off? One, two, three. Bye, Bye you later. later. Baby Gaga. Baby Gaga. Baby Gaga. You're listening to the Baby Gaga podcast.